0: How do I start this thing?
1: Have you plugged the bloody USB in?
0: Yeah, it's in.
1: Nah man, that's the wrong port. Oh wait, it's flashing now.
0: Is it? Re- oh wait, it's recording.
1: Well let's start this thing
0: Ooh. Hello everyone, I'm Emilia.
1: Hi, I'm Sam. Welcome to Ask the Duo podcast, a podcast where we get deep into those late night, unfiltered conversations.
0: We'll be discussing all things lifestyle, relationship, mindset and more.
1: Alright, let's get to it. What's up?
0: What's up?
1: (laughs) We've got Pete still in the conversation. But we were talking just before about cars, you know, what we do with our cars and where we go and that sort of shit. And what Pete sort of mentioned before really stems to today's topic in relation to friends and how we all met each other from a hobby or, or for us, cars, mm. uh, which was a, a really interesting conversation because it can go pretty deep yep. when it comes to friends.
0: Yeah. And then something that I also thought about is there's so much content or topics or chats around, you know, how to do better in a relationship or like advice for having great relationships in your, like, you know, your love life and career, but there's not much... Around just how to build better friendships So I think it'd be good to just talk about the whole topic Just how, to, how you guys see friendships And how you go through or navigate the ups and downs Between friendships and stuff like that too
1: Yeah So that relates to this first question that I wanted to ask is How you saw friendships back then versus now like what do you look for in terms of
2: friendships? My view on friendships has its definitely changed from when I was younger to now. I guess back then it was more so just for, it was big groups, companionship, hanging out with like-minded people and just all about, I guess, having fun and having something to do. But as I got older, I found that my friend circle started to get smaller and it was more towards a quality over quantity mm. kind of scenario, but also probably because life takes over and you become busier. So you, you get you have less time to, you know, be able to hang out every day like you used to back, carefree you yep. know, like back in the day when you had uni or, you no know, high school. Yeah. So I, I guess as life progressed, it became smaller and, and more focused towards... Quality
1: over A quantity, niche. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very identical to, to you, Pete, where how I saw friendships back then was like, to be honest, there was no real substance. Yep. Because all I focused on was quality. So, quantity. quantity yeah, yeah, sorry. Quantity. <laughs> so, obviously, the more friends that you have, the better. The more diverse. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. Um, rather than the quality. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't like I didn't really care. Like I never really had a, a criteria. I just met everyone. Yeah. And, you know, I just be friends with them. I talk to them. I was open to have those conversations with randoms. Mm. Whereas now I'm more focused on that quality of, of a friendship.
0: Yeah. Mine's quite similar, like it's it's not that you had any criteria or anything, but you had the time to casually hang out and spontaneously go out when someone's like, Hey, I'm going here, do you wanna, you know, come hang? And you're like, Yeah, um, I'll come chill with you And you had the opportunity to do that and because you had more time and you're you know, in school in uni, you naturally have more people that you can try and hang out with and you know, experience things together but over time as you grow up as well you start to have more of the, the criterias and you have more intentions between who you pick and choose to stay around because like it's fine to have some casual friends as well but those people may not be in your life like all the time and they n- might not be people that you chat to about your deep dark Problems or something like that. Yeah. So, over time, it starts to get smaller, but it's more intentional.
1: Yeah, of course. And Pete sort of touched on this before in terms of groups or friends. For me, it was all about having more friends, right? So, Mm. the bigger the group, the better it is because then you have more people to kind of be around and hang around.
3: Mm.
1: And I didn't like being, I wouldn't say by myself, but it just felt different having more people in the group. Like a community, reason. like you yeah, like mm, to have mm, community. Mm, yeah, like yeah. A, a community of people where it just felt different.
3: Ah, mm.
1: uh, and what I can speak for Pete here, but we used to have a a group back in the day where it was like forty or fifty guys, mm. and we used to call it what, YGOG. Yeah. What,
0: you guys yeah. had a name for it. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. YGOG?
2: So it was like the the younger generation and older generation. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we
1: basically in short, there were some guys in the group who were significant well, I wouldn't say significantly, but like they were like five, six years older, older. than us. Yeah. Mm. And they were the OGs. Yep. Cause they finished high school, they got into cars and that sort of shit. Mm. And then for us, we were the younger generations where we just finished high school and then we got into cars. Yeah. And how this conversation stemmed was because of this was we all had a common goal i.e. we were into cars and that's how interest yeah Yeah. interest and that's how we all came together and hung out
3: Mm.
1: so back then obviously we had that group which was a big massive group Mm. which was something back then was my definitive of that's what i want in friends like friendships yeah was to have such a large group
0: yeah, and just to meet anyone and everyone and get yourself out there. Yeah. 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 No, I was I was quite similar. It was just, you know, whoever you met up with on a day, you didn't really... You're not going to be like, oh, I don't want to talk to you, or like, oh, this person's cool, I want to talk to you. It's just you're very open at that point, especially when you're younger, and you're just open to meet anyone and everyone. Yeah. But in terms of that, like, just speaking of now, would you say you prefer bigger group of friends like say maybe 10 15 20 people or would you say that you like to have more individual friends or like a group of close-knit friends say like two to three people
2: for me I guess it changed for me like there was a stage where after being around such a big group and it transitioned from you know quantity over quality I went to a phase where I saw more value in having maybe two or three tight-knit friends Mm. that you could, you know, really relate to and, I guess, be there for each other for rather than, you know, having a a big group that, you know, just banters, I guess. Yeah. And then I was like that for a while. More so just recently, personally, I've kind of started hanging out with different groups. Yeah. More so just to... I guess more so for just something different. Yeah. Because it can, you know, it's, you still, because there's two two or three close-knit friends, tight-knit friends that you have, you know that they'll always be there for you. Mm. And, but it's also good to kind of get out there to do certain things that you guess you wouldn't normally do or, or relive certain things that you used to do in the past that you don't do anymore. Yeah. Just to kind of change it up a little. Mm. For yeah. For me anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm quite the same. Like I wouldn't – like you would have like a group, certain group that you might – know that you have there but i'm a kind of person that has individual friends that are all part of different groups they had their own groups but you are close to like one or two people in those certain groups and you hang out with them and that's not because you know you want to be friends with everyone it's just that they have common interests that you share but they may not relate to other friends of the other individuals so it's just good to share different things that you guys like but with different people Mm. yeah so i think that's good too
1: yeah, very similar in terms of how Pete thinks. In terms of having a more of a, a tighter niche group, right? That you can just go to and talk to them in general. In DNM, you talk deep quality conversations. If you want to hang out, you can hang out. But in terms of having other groups available to you that you can sort of relate to in some way or form, like for me, I have. My main group, right, which is the guys that I always talk to, random DNMs, whatever it is, I have a car group that I hang out with but I can still have conversations with and that sort of shit. But I never – I wouldn't say I I have a specific person that I go to.
0: Mm. There's no hierarchy between these different individuals or groups that you go to either.
1: Yeah, they're all the same. Like Mm. that's the – I guess you could say that's a quality difference Mm. that we look at specifically.
0: And sometimes it's harder. If you have like a massive group, say even 10 people, that's quite big for me because you try and organize something, even just as simple as a dinner, and it can get quite difficult, especially as you get older, everyone has their own life and their timeline. Like their days are very different, the schedules. So one person's like, oh, I can't make this. And then this other person has something that comes up and it's hard to organize, like even just to go out. So it's sometimes it's good to just have the individuals and just hang out with them. But then it's also good to mix it in with a group, like, you know, meet up as well, maybe once a month or something. So it's having that mixture yeah. between the two.
1: And it's funny because me and Pete were actually talking about this before we actually started this podcast conversation. started off without me. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we, like I said at the start, we were talking about cars and stuff like that. And what led to this specific conversation was is all of our friends, obviously everyone has their own schedule. Everyone has partners. They've got their own life. They've got their own shit that they need to deal with. It's always going to be hard to organise a time spontaneously where everyone can commit yeah. right so we we're talking about like organizing a like a, a monthly day time where we all come out commit and hang out whether it's we go for a drive whether it's we go eat a food or drink or meet up or something like that just to relive that old time mm. you know what i mean and and not just that but just to catch up mm. yeah so that that was how that conversation stemmed was reminiscing the old times of how we were back in the day to the times where it's like, well, there were moments where we hung out regularly and we actually enjoyed it and now we don't do it anymore. Yeah.
3: yeah
0: Which kind of like leads to one of the points that we we're going to talk about is just like the different seasons in friendship. So similar to what you guys were talking about, like there are certain periods where you guys hang out a lot, you guys are all equally as passionate you know, to catch up. But then there's like times where life takes the better of all of us and you just end up focusing on yourself for a little bit, which is all fine. And then that's like your down period. And then you cycle back in where you're like, oh, we haven't done this in a while. So you guys start to organize more time to hang out together and stuff like that. So now how do you feel when these little seasons come and go? Like, do you sometimes feel like you feel bad for not reaching out or do you just let these seasons naturally take its course or no how do you usually navigate through these
2: i think it's a bit different for me because i'm i just let it take its course i think but different events that you know in life like good and bad make me realize the importance of having friends and also living life because everyone is so caught up in the daily hustle and bustle of daily routine, you forget how short life is, and you actually need to also be happy. And instead of doing the same thing over and over again, I feel it's good to try do, uh, do different things and you know get out there in more in a way. If that makes sense, mm. like you know finding time to do to do certain things, meet up with with friends. It's it's a good way to clear your mind as well. Yeah, that's a
1: good point. And I'm just trying to think about what your original question is, what that you asked, and that was seasons. Hey, how do yeah. we overcome the seasons of friendships? Well,
0: overcome or navigate between the different seasons. Like some people may, if you, I don't know, for example, you have one dedicated group and you fall out of that season. Some people might maybe feel offended they're like oh how come you we don't hang out anymore and stuff but my question is more like do you kind of let it take its course and then kind of cycle back through or you someone that would be like oh something has happened like why don't we hang out
1: yeah okay so from Pete's point I would let it cycle naturally yeah yeah I would let it cycle naturally in obviously it's seasonal right so it depends on your situation like you might be busy at that period or you might be you've got shit on on that period right so what I like to do is is I wouldn't say that there are specific times where I mean you can't control that right you can't control time you can't control how busy you are but it's also good to set a reminder to initiate yeah I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people forget is initiating Mm -hmm. that first point of contact now I wanted to bring back Something that I had a conversation with. I had one of my friends come up to me and say, "Hey, it's been ages since I've seen you, and I would love to do it more often. And I want, I hope that we can still keep doing this." Yeah. Now I'm making an assumption here, but I would presume that my friend felt that I was leaving that person out. Mm. Okay. Now it wasn't that case. So the case was is we as in me and you. We've been so busy prepping the wedding. We are busy just doing life. Yeah. And outside of the wedding, we never really hung out with our other friends, which is true. This
0: whole year, I think we were very focused on ourselves and it wasn't intentional. It's just that we had a lot of things in terms of career and our own things to do and organizing and planning the wedding and all that, which naturally just... Taken us out away from the socialising part.
3: Yeah.
1: In – because we're so focused on ourselves and the wedding and that sort of shit, I basically – I wouldn't say neglected everyone. I still talk to people, but my focus was on me in – felt – I don't know if this is exactly what he felt, but judging the conversation, he felt that I left him out. Mm. And I was like, well, it wasn't like that because – there was a lot more going on on my side mm. that I had to address at that point in time. But I think it's really important that you initiate. Yeah. Because for a lot of people who have a group or a niche group of friends who go from regularly hanging out to having a, a, a dry period where they don't hang out and they realize that nothing's happening,
3: Mm-hmm
1: you've got to really put your hand out and say, hey, man, what can we do something? Can we hang out? Yeah. Can we do those old times? You know what I mean? Like-
0: yeah, I agree. And like the only reason why I brought that question up is because for me personally, I'm the same with you guys. I just let things naturally take its course. And then eventually when you have more time, more energy and all that kind of stuff, you do hang out with your friends again. And that's also natural. But I have had experience where people would, kind of feel awkward because they're like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long, and you can tell that they feel awkward. So I can sense that from people sometimes, and that's why I was asking, like, how do you guys feel about it if you haven't hung out with someone for a long time?
1: Yeah, and I feel that outside of just acquaintances, like, if I like if I actually feel like we're close, I will always randomly talk to you. Like yeah, I and would,
0: time shouldn't matter. Yeah, like and time,
1: time I, exactly right. I don't feel like time should dictate whether you are good friends or not or you mm. aren't friends anymore. Yeah. That's why, like, letting the, the natural season take its course is what I do because it's like, well, you could be going through things in your life and then randomly I would struck a conversation with you and be like, hey, how are you going or well, what's this and what's that?
0: Mm.
1: Like, it, like, that's how I would normally do it.
0: Yeah, I, I do the same mm. thing. Same. And I think it's also, you just got to think not to take things personally. If someone didn't hang out with you after a certain period, like you hung out for a good two months straight and then you naturally just got busier and just don't take it too personally and just know that they may have things going on in their lives too. And then as long as each other, they're still initiating. And it's kind of like, as long as you've asked a question, it's better than not asking. So it's like, Hey, are you free to hang? And then they're like, "No, nah, sorry, I'm busy." That's cool. Then try again you know, in a few weeks' time, and be like, "Hey, did you want to come to try a cafe with me or something like that?" But like, at least you have initiated.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it's really important to initiate too, because it's like, like for example, if I put, if I make this scenario up, like if I didn't see Pete for say six months because I've been busy, he's been busy, it wouldn't hurt to go, hey, dude, like, randomly, hey, w- what are you doing? Or let's go for a drive or let's go hang out, let's get a coffee or something.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, then at least he would feel we're still there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's it doesn't change how I feel about him or yeah. how I treat him. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I think it's really important to still – Start the conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Even, like, just do some check-ins, like, even if it's just a text and be like, hey, what, what have you been up to or something like yeah. that. You don't and you specifically don't, have to hang out. Yeah.
1: Like, you don't have yeah. to hang out. Like, I don't need to go and see Pete face-to-face. I could be like, hey, dude, what are you doing? Or how have yeah. you been? Like, yeah, it's just having that conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In terms of having conversations and stuff, so – the good thing about having friends is you can like share advice or knowledge and stuff like that. Would you say you have a specific person that you would go to for all your advice or are you a person that would have different you know, types of people that you feel you can go to for different types of advice that you're looking for?
2: With me, I feel I have – there's different people that I would go to for different or for, for certain type of advice, like mm. mainly based on probably – because it may be relatable to know what they've gone through or their experience. Yeah. That's probably, yeah, it would definitely be different people for different advice for me. That's good because it's exactly the
1: same thing as me, man. Like it's all situational and experience-based, right? So I would go to certain people if I know that they've got more experience than me or they've been there and done that you know or they're in that industry and mm. I go, "Well, hey, what's your thoughts on this?" Mm. Yeah. And it's like for me it's also good to have that conversation because you can have clarity on what you're asking and two you can get an alternative opinion on what you're trying to figure out. Yeah. And that helps you.
0: Yeah, and it's not it's also aside from their experience and having similar thoughts or something. It's also everyone has a different personality. So if you can go to someone who may have a slightly different personality to you and you get their advice, you can get a different perspective Mm. as well. So I think it's good to have like a variety because how I see it is if you think of it of your day-to-day life, you have different things that you would take to a different shop to get something serviced, right? So, you can't have one person that can service your you know your car and then fix your phone and then come and fix the plumbing like you have different dedicated professionals to help you with that, so it's similar with you know advice or just going leaning on friends for different things. you can't go to the, it's harder to go to one person and get the one advice from the one person, yeah yeah,
2: for sure because everyone's got different personality traits as well, like you said, mm. like one person someone that is like an introvert versus someone that's an extrovert, they'll both have different thought processes on certain yeah. things. So, yeah, yeah. And
0: like a friend person might just be like, yeah, just go do it. Yeah. But then a uh, very more reserved person would be like, that's a bit risky. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah.
1: yeah exactly right.
0: Yeah, and it's even, like, similar for you, too, because you guys have, like, you know, car friends and stuff. You wouldn't go to, you know, your day-to-day group friend for your car advice and they don't know anything about cars, then, you know, they'd be like, I I don't know, I don't, don't have advice for you for that as well.
1: Yeah, 100%. It makes sense, so... Mm.
0: Has there ever been any moments or times where you feel like where you had to confront a friend or you had to break up with a friend or friend group?
2: For me, it's never happened. It's more so like people come and go in your life. But like in terms of like friendships and things like that, I'd say, yeah, same concept. Like I think everyone just gets to a stage in life, uh, different stages in life where, you know, you fall in, fall in and out of uh, friendships. So I haven't really had any confrontation like to you know, break off a friendship with anyone. Mm. Um, it's more so I guess life gets in the way and then, yeah, the friendship just goes its its separate way. But like mm-hmm. what Sam said, sometimes you may just randomly cross paths again and it may be because of um, you might see that person somewhere or you know, somehow you start talking again and it it brings back that, that relationship. So, yeah, it was like a stage where I didn't see Sam for a while. Yeah. Because I, I knew Sam through cars. Yeah. or oh, that's pretty much how we all started or how we all met. And there was a stage where everyone just went their separate ways. But then I think mm. it was through, through cars again, me mm. and Sam reconnected. So... And we both drive Evos, so...
0: What a beautiful love story That's, right it, that's <laughs> it, Yeah. So romantic.
2: It was actually a really random
1: conversation, to be honest. Like, I think it was like you randomly messaged me like, oh, you, you have an Evo or some shit now or something. I think it was. You messaged me randomly on Facebook. Did I? Yeah, I remember the conversation. So, it was... I'm just going to spill this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this was back in... <laughs> This is back in 2017, because
0: yeah, I had yeah. 29
1: seconds <laughs> The reason why I know is because I had my car for about a year before you. Oh, yep. And I remember you messaged me because I remember... we never really spoke properly when we mm. first met. Like, we never actually sat down and had a conversation, to be honest. And then, obviously, our whole group split. And then we, I got a car and then you got a car. And then that's when you randomly reached out to me on Facebook. And you're like, hey, man, do you, you have the Evo 9 now. And you were asking me whether or not there were certain things that I uh, you should be keeping an eye on. And then you told me you're buying this
2: oh, yellow yeah, one. Oh, yeah, I think I remember this now, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I was telling – I was talking to you how much I bought mine for and that sort of shit, and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, and then,
2: yes, yeah. yeah. I remember now. And then, yeah. yeah, and then somehow – It's all it's coming all come, back. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: somehow we're just like, oh, we need to hang out and shit, and then ever since then we've just been talking mm. to each other. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's just me, but I find that it's really – this is what I enjoy about hanging out with guys is because they're very whatever, like whereas girls that have so many like self-doubts, like, oh, is it weird if I reached out to her? It's like, oh, if I message her or if I ask her to be my friend, like, will she judge me and stuff? But like guys seem very straightforward. They're like, if I want to chat to that person, they're just like, hey, do you want to be my friend? And that's as simple as that. There's nothing between it. And I think I really like seeing that kind of personality or that character between how guys think versus girls
1: yeah i mean look it's it's about being upfront right like if you want to say something just say something yeah. obviously within reason yeah. and respectfully unless you know that person where you can be <laughs> a bit cheeky yeah <laughs> bit cheeky. you know what i mean like dialing back to what the original question was was to be confrontational had to leave or have an honest conversation with someone I've done it multiple times.
0: Yeah, I know you're very straightforward. I'm,
1: I mean, <laughs> blunt. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a real straightforward person, and obviously, I adjust the way I have those conversations depending on the person. Because mm. obviously, some people are more sensitive than others. Mm. There's been countless of times where I've had to talk to someone and be like, "Hey, man, you you did this, and it's come off as this," mm. or I've had to tell someone you shouldn't be doing this because you're doing this yeah in whether or not they that conversation had affected the relationship it it's got to be done because sometimes not having that conversation won't make that person realize who or what they're doing
0: yeah and i think it's actually important to be confrontational or not, not confrontational but be honest or if you see something that might not be right to voice it and there's so much focus about you know being open and honest in an actual relationship but it's also important in friendships as well because that way you guys can actually grow together as friends because if you don't let someone know say someone like you sam is very straightforward and you you take jokes like you swear at people like call people like dickheads, like as an as a joke but like someone else who may not Who's not used to that may not like that, yeah. and if you don't voice it, that per- like you might think that oh that person's fine with me joking like that, and yeah. you don't know, and you yeah. don't get to learn about that person further from that point. So it's good to be open and honest in that way.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think it's it's good to be open to the receiving in mm. to take like constructive criticism or feedback or whatever it is. Yeah, because I'd rather know if I'm doing something wrong rather than someone hush, hush, go around my back and go, oh, this guy's doing this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like Mm. this guy's
0: so rude and stuff, but you don't know the reason why. Like you thought that you were just being, you know, a funny friend or something like that. So I think it's really important to be honest with each other.
1: And I think the big big difference between now and back then is back then I didn't have the confidence, let alone I wasn't open to taking that feedback. Mm. Whereas now I'm like, well – I'm more confident. I'm more open to having conversations. If someone were to challenge me to talk about it, then I'm open to challenge and talk about it because it should. You should be able to have these open conversations because mm. we're adults, men. Like, why, why would you take offense to certain things when we should have the opportunity to sit down and talk about it?
0: Yeah, mm. and friendships, just like other relationships, it goes through its ups and downs too. Like, you might have it's the times where one of your friends are a lot more annoying than other times or you are a lot more annoying and they let you know so that you know because you may not have noticed and they can kind of put you back on track or something like that yeah or 100%. you're doing something that's not usually part of your personality and they're like hey why did you change for this or this certain reason and you're like oh, okay and think about it, it's like oh yeah true I have changed for a certain reason. Mm. And it kinda helps you, like you can't always just think that you're right or you're, you know, everything that you do is good. Yeah. Sometimes your friends see the third person picture. Point of view, yeah. Of yes. course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is that the same thing for you, Pete? Like back then you were different in terms of moments where you've had to talk to your friends or like in terms of being confrontational, if you had to have an honest conversation with someone as opposed to now? Even though I know you haven't really had the
0: well, like, do you think it's important to be able to be honest in with your friends?
2: Yeah, I, I feel it's definitely. It you should be honest because if you if you're not honest, like people can take things the wrong way, mm. and then that can in fact ruin a fr- the, a relationship yeah. or friendship. Because you know you might be someone might always give you shit, but then. Steep down, you probably and you're yeah. Room yeah, by yourself. crying in the corner, <laughs> yeah. um, crying yourself to sleep, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then, and then, um, to the to the point where you probably, you know, can't take it. So then you you just break the friendship. But then people don't know why, yeah. And it's because of that reason. So it's it's important to to talk about it. But I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. Yeah. That's why they don't, because they may be worried that it may cause conflict. So, they, they're they afraid to talk about it. They overthink and think that if they talk about it, yeah. it's going to ruin the relationship between you guys. So, they, yeah. mm. they just let it be. It ends up being, you know, the, the friendship just disappears mm. slowly, I guess, because yeah. of that.
1: And that's a really good point in terms of the confrontation side of things. Like, a lot of people don't like confrontation.
0: Mm. Friendship yeah. shouldn't always only like you can be like people feel so easy in terms of giving good feedback like oh your new jumper looks really good and stuff but if they wore something really ugly like it's fine to tell them that they probably shouldn't wear that like it looks like if you were like a fluffy yeah. ass jumper or something, yeah, like you yeah, look yeah, exactly like a goose because right. like like he, like
1: <laughs> if someone like if Pete went out and wore something a bit weird or you know what I mean or made him
2: look
0: Socks and slides. Yeah, then I'm like, bruh, like, w-
2: what are you doing, eh?
0: No judgments in socks and I'm slides. Just- <laughs> yeah.
2: That's the new trend now,
0: I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a thing.
2: Yeah. If
1: you've got a friendship that's, like, close, like a close group, mm. you should be able to have those open conversations.
0: Yeah, good and bad. Good
1: and bad, man. Yeah. Like, it's,
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But in terms of like say you feel like you've grown out of your friend circle, this is more for like a close group of friends. Would you openly voice and be like, hey, I feel like I don't fit in anymore or would you just slowly fade away and eject yourself away from the group? Do you feel like you need to tell them and be honest about that? For
1: me, I think that if you've got a tight niche group, and you feel like that you're sort of slowly drifting away for whatever reason it is, two options, right? I think both options, there's no advantage of each other, right? There's no pros and cons. I just think that you can slowly eject yourself from that group, if you want to call it that, but you can also have that conversation with them too. Yeah. Because you can respectfully go, hey, I'm now – like I feel like I'm at a different point in my life where – we don't vibe anymore, mm. right? Or you can slowly eject yourself from that group mm. where you either slowly stop hanging or you slowly just not reply. Mm. But I feel like if you don't reply, they're going to get it the wrong way.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it's good to be open. Like if they're truly a close group of friends, it's good to – like it doesn't even have to be rude or anything. You can just be like, hey, like what you said – I'm just reaching this point in life where I feel like our views and values aren't exactly the same. And it's not that you need to either break up with a friend group or anything. It's similar to what we were saying previously is about the seasons. Like at this point in time, I'm at this point and you guys aren't really in the same place. But say they all experience something where they meet you in the same situation and you guys can still come back together and relate again. So I feel like it's good to still be open and honest about it.
1: It kind of relates to Pete and I's old group, the YGOG thing. Like, I wouldn't say we were a tight niche group. I think we were a big group of friends with subgroups of that big group, Mm. right? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But we all naturally drifted off. Mm. And I don't think any of us had that conversation. We just ran... like. Obviously, we had our own things that we needed to do as life progressed and slowly drifted away from each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, you have different paths in your life where you might take a certain direction and this other person will do the same thing. And then you'll naturally cross paths again.
2: Yeah, I think it it it's it's a bit. Now I think of it, I can't really pinpoint why. But I think, like you said, I think everyone just started having different priorities in life mm-hmm. that they needed to address, yeah. and then probably certain things that were once important to you wasn't important anymore. So everyone had, I guess, yeah, different different priorities. Yeah. They everyone just naturally went off to do their own. Mm-hmm things that they wanted to do i guess that's how it all changed i guess yeah. yeah
1: with us it's more like yeah we naturally drifted away but then as a hobby we we enjoyed cars so that's how we rekindled the conversation
2: or that relationship yeah. right yeah. And yeah that's how it all started yeah like you said like 2017 <laughs> at <top> PM. <laughs> with <laughs> this I you, dp I <laughs> I slid into your DM. (laughs) That's it, dude. You you fucking slid in, mate. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, from there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we reconnected. Yeah.
0: No, that's really good. And like, just don't, I feel like, because you guys just naturally rekindled it as well. You didn't think too much into it and think it was awkward or, you know, think about all those kind of things. You guys just naturally just taken on that car relationship thingy again and just build from that and keep building experiences of that
2: yeah like if someone if like one of the other someone from from the old group reached out to me and wanted to hang out i I'd hang out with them yeah. still like i think it's really more so just making the effort to reach mm-hmm. out
0: but and that's usually the scariest part like for people they just feel like you know it's scary like will they remember me or like did they even like me and like those kind of things. But yeah. once you've like done that, yeah. like the rest is actually pretty enjoyable because you get to hang out with someone that you once knew.
2: Yeah, 100%. And I guess the reality of it is that you're not going to get along with everyone. There's going to be people that you have no common interest in yeah. or you're not going to get along yes. with. Yeah. That's just normal. You can't please yeah. everyone. Yeah, sure. So there'll be certain people that they were there because they were part of the group. But then, you know, you didn't have that connection. So like-minded people will always gravitate to like-minded mm. people. It's just the way it works. Yeah, that's very true. So, yeah. yeah, like if you're not like-minded, you're not going to gravitate towards each other. You're not going to have that um, connection. So it's just the way it works, I guess. Like c- people that like cars will always gravitate to each other. You know, people that like food, like gymming, they'll be able to, you know, get along. Yeah. People that, you know that are into like gaming and someone that's not into gaming, they're not going to really have that common, go- common interest. Yes. So they're not going to vibe. Mm. So it's just the way it is. Yes. Yeah, And I yeah. think that's where it always kindles is that common
0: interest, interest, right? yeah. a
1: hobby or something. But then sometimes like that hobby could build into something bigger. Like for example, you have a common goal of cars for an example, but when you have conversations in a deeper level, you guys can vibe. You know what I mean, mm. and then that's when you go. Okay, we can actually have a, a really, really good, like, friendship because of not just the car stuff, but we're able to actually do things
0: outside of cars. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. as you like that's learn right. about each other, you realize you guys have similar personalities or something like that, and yeah. then that's when you actually grow outside of just that common interest.
2: Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: With a beautiful conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, and, and during your your the your journey through life, there may be things that you weren't interested in before that interest you mm-hmm. now. So then you can maybe go back to, you know, maybe a few years ago that one of the peop- people in the group then knew a lot about certain things, like for example, investment or investing. Yeah. But back then you probably didn't care about that kind yeah. of stuff. So you never really talked to that person. Mm-hmm. But then you probably get to a stage in life where it interests you. And then you've gone back to reconnect with that person, you no, know, to, to talk yeah. about it. it. Sparks a new, yeah, relationship again with that person. Yeah. yeah, that's very
0: true.
1: I think the biggest thing to take from this conversation is to really initiate the conversation. Mm. Because people aren't gonna know how you feel unless you start the conversation. Yeah. If you're trying to rekindle the conversation or relationship, or if you're just trying to organize time to just hang. Mm talking to the person is the biggest thing
0: yeah mm. and i think something that i feel like is really important is just don't take a lot of things too personally because this is just speaking of for like people like us who are very busy have their own career paths and journeys it can get really busy so don't take it personally that someone didn't reach out or hasn't talked to you about a certain, in a certain time and don't overthink something if you wanted to reach out again just you know reach out and see what happens
1: yeah is there anything that you wanted
2: to add Pete? or you- no i just feel like everyone like you know you should always try and make time with 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 your friends is in, like terms in touch of, yeah keep in touch and like you know like we can we get caught up with like you know life and work and everything mm-hmm. like that we tend to forget the the you know the smaller things like the, the, there are other important things in life rather than, no, just working and, and hustling. Like, like something I'm probably going to start doing is probably try and organize, you know, no, I really go enjoy cars and going for drives and things like that. So what I really want to do is probably maybe once or twice a month, get everyone together, go for a drive somewhere and, you know, have a barbecue or something. It's just something simple. Mm. And, Everyone can benefit from it in terms of you know get their mind off things and just enjoy enjoy life. Enjoy I guess. everyone's presence. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if no one because no, someone needs to do it, otherwise no one will do yeah, it. That and is very true. Yeah. Always get put on the back burner mm-hmm. and then Nothing you know happens. again and then yeah, a year passes and then you think back. You're like, oh, time's f- has, has flown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just I guess take initiative with with your friendships. Yeah.
1: And that's a good thing, too, because I, I had this conversation with my friends, too, or my other friends where we're like, we need to hang out more. So what's the best way to do it? Mm. Well, Let's make it a non-negotiable with the friends that we hang out for birthdays or we celebrate birthdays.
0: Yeah, or even like set one specific maybe first day of each month go and do something. Like it doesn't even have to be often, but at least you guys have a mutual agreement on when you guys can catch up and yeah. that way everyone already knows ahead of time and they can't be like oh I'm busy and stuff like that. And yeah, just Yeah. And
2: that way you're probably them. helping them yeah. as well in terms of you know breaking the daily hustle cycle and mm. prevent them from burning out as well. Because by doing that, it may actually really help them, yeah. you know, get out of that daily Mm. grind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's a really good conversation. For the guys listening, let us know in the comments what your thoughts are in terms of what's the ways that you take to have conversations with your friends or breaking habits or in your friend circle as to confrontation and all that sort of stuff.
0: Mm, And hopefully this is a good reminder to either rekindle a relationship or reach out and take the initiative to set a a date with your friends. Mm. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace out. Peace out. (laughs) (laughs) A-Town.
3: Jinx. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.
1: Thank you so much. If you have reached to the end, we really appreciate you for tuning in. And if you would like what you hear, please share it with your friends or family and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to.
0: Make sure you share any topics you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram. Slide it into our DMs. Bigger, bigger. You can also stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes and the release of our new episodes there too. Our Instagram is Ask the Duo Podcast. That's A S K T H E D U O P O D C A S T. Man, feels like I'm in a spelling bee competition right now. <laughs> all right, that's it for now, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye! See ya!